This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Belkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a beautiful Tuesday <laughs> afternoon in Sharjah. The weather is okay. It's a little bit dusty. It is, and a bit yeah. hot too. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> bit hot when I was coming in, but I mean, that's all about the environment. And while we're talking about the environment, we're also going to be talking about how the UAE is going to send environment satellites to space on a Russian rocket this month. Yes, indeed. The UAE has had many accomplishments in space, and this is yet another added one to the list. Coming up on the show as well, we're talking all about the UAE police finding a decomposed body by digitally recreating his face. So if you happen to come across certain, you know, bodies that you can't necessarily recognize, now you can actually use different forms of AI to be able to put their pieces together. Yes, indeed. We always see cyber... Uh, cr- actually crime in general crime scenes now being used to help ai or ai helping with these crime scenes and crime investigators to find out these bodies and the faces of them mm-hmm. but we're also going to be talking about how apple has an easy way and an easy new way actually to mm-hmm. copy all your photos and videos to google photos yes indeed i'm very excited to talk about this story and let you all know how you can simply do this trick in the world of apps lots is happening as well because we're going to be talking about facebook training artificial intelligence to see by using 1 billion public Instagram photos. And this AI is only getting smarter by the day. Yes, getting smarter by the day and by the minute. The future is AI. But we're also talking about Apple and how they are discontinuing the iMac Pro. The iMac Pro is beloved (laughs) by a lot of tech enthusiasts as it is just that one kind of the full package computer you have on your desk. A lot of people are upset about the news, but we want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215 or on Instagram at Pulse95Radio. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about the UAE. Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Big news is happening in the world of space because the UAE has plans to send an environment satellite to space on a Russian rocket this month. Yes, the UAE is set to launch a miniature environment monitoring satellite on March 20 of this year and it will measure air quality and marine conditions in the country. Can you believe it or not? A space satellite in space will monitor the weather and environment down here on Earth. Now the rocket will carry the 15-kilogram nano satellite, which will be called DMSAT-1, into low Earth orbit, and it was confirmed by the Russian space agency Rosocosmos. Yes, indeed, and it will be launching from the Baknor Cosmodorm, which is an area of southern Kazakhstan that is basically connected to Russia as well. And this is actually a very common place where many of the satellites tend to launch out of. Now, a lot of people have been behind this project. Many Emirati youth have been involved, and we're definitely acknowledging a lot more efforts done by the youth in the realm of space, and a lot of them are actually including women in tech as well. Yes, now Dubai municipality and the Mohammed Barra Space Center has actually signed an agreement all the way back in 2016 to develop the nanostat. Now, the DMSAT-1 will be placed at the orbit of 730 kilometers above the Earth's surface and it will monitor aerosols and greenhouse gases 
all over the UAE's atmosphere. Now, the satellite is one among a cluster of small payloads from 18 countries, which also do include Saudi Arabia and Tunisia, and that will be delivered into space on board the rocket. The main payload is South Korea's CAS, CAS 501 spacecraft. Now, if you're wondering what is the scientific mission of this rocket, well, rest assured it is all to help keep us longer on planet Earth because the main scientific instrument on this satellite will be collecting data, and this data will help the UAE fight the UAE's fight against climate change, but it's also going to be adding lots of value to the ongoing research regarding the different environments that we have been witnessing right here on planet Earth. Now, if you're wondering how's the UAE's air quality. Well, we do know that, you know, we're living in a green haven that was actually originally a desert. Yes. Now, the UAE Minister of Climate Change and Environment did say that improving air quality is one of the main agendas of the UAE's Vision 2021 and a set of government goals. Now, to achieve this, the ministry is working on transitioning to a green economy, increasing increasing use of clean energy in different fields and even expanding the air quality control network. And we've been seeing a lot of initiatives for electric cars, electric vehicles, and we're just seeing in general how they're making it easier to purchase one. I, mean, I do believe in a couple of Emirates right here in the UAE. If you do have an electric car, you get free parking. Yes. You get, there's a, a free registration. Many stations even to charge that car. All for free. So if you do go green, <laughs> you will get things for free. Yes, indeed. And we do know that you know air pollution has a great threat on our lives as human beings. Every single year, actually, uh, there's a report by the UN that shows 6.5 million people die from being exposed to indoor and outdoor air pollution. So if we put that into a perspective, that is 9 out of 10 people breathing contaminated air. So great efforts are being done by the UAE to help make sure that the air that we're breathing is as clean and safe as possible. Yes, hats off to the UAE. We'd like to thank them for all their hard work, but we're going to be taking a short break. And when we come back, well, we're not done with the UAE just yet because UAE police have found a decomposed body and actually used AI to recreate his face. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. If you're familiar with CSI Miami, this will <laughs> sound super familiar to you because the UAE police have found a decomposed body and have used AI to recreate his face. Now, the UAE police have used 3D facial reconstruction to generate an image of a man who was found dead at sea. The police are now seeking public assistance in identifying that man. Now, what's interesting about this story is just like you mentioned, honey, it reminds me a lot of the different shows that we watch, and it's bringing those shows to live in a country that we're very lucky to get to live in. So this man that they, the police basically had no idea what he looked like, they wanted to find his body, and they basically used 3D facial reconstruction to be able to generate an image of that man who was found dead at sea. All they knew was that the man was aged between the age Aged 35 and 45, and residents were advised to call 901 if they had any extra information about what he looked like or any about any information about his last moves. Yes. Now the man's decomposed remains were found at sea, and the General Department of Forensics and Criminology used 3D technology to go ahead and recreate his face. But it was definitely a challenging case for those police officers. Yes, actually, the director of the forensics department said reconstructing the deceased's face was actually very challenging. 
challenging as the body was almost completely decomposed. So you have a lot of facial features that are not showing, especially with sea and water. Water will kind of, uh, kind of uh, hurt, not hurt or kind of uh, remove the facial expressions. And we do know once a person passes away, they just become bone and cartilage. But an elite team of coroners, digital forensic experts, and professionals from the General Department of AI has worked tirelessly to compile an identikit of the deceased using the latest technologies in digital face reconstruction. And by the way, there was no DNA or <laughs> fingerprints for this man. Yes, indeed. The remains were actually severely decomposed because of the climactic uh, conditions that the body went through and erosion. You know, it was going through the normal environmental process that yeah. would happen when a body dies and starts to decompose. I'm going to make it very simple. Let's say you put a cracker in water right now. It's going to start to decompose itself even quicker. And you than can't put you it had... back together. Exactly. So imagine a human body. Exactly. And it was very difficult to determine what the person's skin color was, what his facial expressions was, and even the pigments of their body completely disappeared. But with the help of AI and 3D facial re reconstruction, they were able to put back those pieces together together and find out exactly what this man looked like. During the second stage of uh, their work, the team was actually able to verify the hair color and hair length, and this was done through a single hair strand that was left on the body itself. That was crazy, and they even determined the person's skin color and tone as the body pigments even disappeared for it had been in the water for such a long time. And you're probably wondering, okay, but how did they recreate the face? Well. They did tell us at the head of the Visual Evidence Analysis Department that the team did took an x-ray image and even performed a three-dimensional scan of the head area and even the skull. The face was then digitally restored. Now, the police have been using digital facial reconstru reconstruction technique all the way back since 2007. So this is a brand new technology we're seeing here. This is all goes all the way back to 2007. So let's, we're talking about around... 14 years ago. Yes, but this is, I think, one of the biggest efforts of implementing heavy tech to be able to find out the identity of this diseased body. If you were to see the image of the man, you would be completely sur surprised that there was no previous image that this uh, 3D image of him was created based on. And we do advise everyone to go ahead and check out what he looks like because it's quite interesting to see how clear uh, yeah. the imaging is just by using AI and x-rays. <laughs> it looks like an ID photo, and I'm looking Literally. at the picture right now. There's so many details. The wrinkles under the eyes, the mouth, the, the face, mustache. even the facial hair on this man. And we're talking about even the ears. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you do have the chance, go and check it out and see what this man looks like. It is something amazing. Absolutely. We still have lots and lots in store right here on today's show. Coming up, a very interesting how do you tech. We're going to be teaching you about a very easy way that you can use to copy all of your photos and videos from your Apple iPhone to Google Photos. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse 95. How do you tech? How, how, how do you tech? So for all of those of you who aren't uh, avid Future Talk listeners, let me just give you a very shocking statistic. Hanny has about 40,000 photos in his photo album. On his uh, own iPhone, 40,000. Yes. May I repeat the number? <laughs> 40,000 pictures, 25,000 of them 
army flexing. Oh my lord. But if you're just like Hanny and your iCloud storage has basically given up on you, hopeless case scenario, because no matter how many times you're going to buy 50 GBs, you're still going to be running out of storage. Apple has given us a very easy way to go ahead and copy all of our photos and videos to Google Photos. And let me tell you, this feature was quietly rolled out. There was not a didn't come out with a bang. No one knew about it, but we did find out exactly how to do it, and we're telling you all about it today. Now, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, I've actually been putting my photos on Google for a couple of years mm. now. And you're probably <laughs> saying, Hanny, how did you do that? Well, I am doing the tech show. I have to know everything that goes on in the world of tech, but you actually might, might find it helpful for a couple of reasons, as it is an easy way to move everything over if you're switching to an Android phone, since you actually cannot upload Apple Photos from an Android phone. Now, just like Apple Photos, Google Photos, will create automatic highlight video clips to set to music, but it will also automatically create collages, animations, and even filters that often look really good. Can I and just, you, sorry, can yeah. I just say these collages and videos that Apple creates on photos are by far my favorite. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, remember when you were happier a year ago? Remember those times? Well, here's a nice song to go along with the photos. Oh, God. <laughs> but obviously, both these services do have their strengths, and we need to use them both as a way to create a backup of the other. So you don't have to kind of uh, uh, pick and choose which one you want. Have them both on it. You're not losing anything. True. Free, free cloud space. Exactly. And we do need to give you a little bit of a word of warning that this may not take place very quickly. So if you go ahead and do the transfer, it's not going to be immediate. It's not going to you're not going to snap your fingers and all of your photos are uploaded on Google photos because let's say I'll give you a little bit of an example if you have a hundred and seventeen gigabyte library of photos which is about twenty thousand photos half of how much you have and if you have let's say 800 videos that will take between three and seven days to go ahead and move however in the long run you are creating a backup of all your memories so why not go through the hassle to do so how do you do it we have an easy way to tell you. Yes, so first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen who are listening to Future Talk all around the world and in the <laughs> UAE, you're going to head to Apple's privacy website, privacy.apple.com forward slash account on your computer. You're then going to log in with your Apple account and choose request to transfer a copy of your data. Now you'll see a summary of the number of photos and videos stored in iCloud Photos and actually how much storage they currently use. Mm -hmm. Under that, you will choose where you'd like to transfer your photos, then select Google Photos. That is the only option right now. Check the boxes to transfer videos and photos and then continue. Yes, indeed. You have to confirm that you're aware that your photos and videos won't fully transfer if your Google OneDrive runs out of space and you can go ahead and tap continue on this and then confirm your transfer. And that's all you need to be able to see your pictures on your Google account once your transfer is complete. Easy as pie, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's like taking candy from a baby. You should get onto it. And if you don't actually want to upload all your photos, you don't have to. What you can do and what I do is that pictures that I deem uh, important, not those memes and, and weird stuff that I have on my phone, <laughs> deem important, I put them Memories. on Google Photos, family pictures, uh, important events that happen in my life. Keep them all on Google Drive because, uh, well, free space. Yes, indeed. And, and I can I can view them on my laptop as well. Exactly. And back in the day, you'd have to go ahead and back them up to your USBs, to hard drives. That's what I've always done for years now. But with cloud services All you right. don't have to do that here is a is a, a history check omnia let's okay. see how good you are with history oh god <laughs> do you remember picasso yes how can i not 
Really? Well, no, it wasn't Picasso. It was uh, Picasso. Because yes, I it, think. Was, it was it was Google's way of putting and uploading uh, yes. photos to the cloud. I remember I, I used, used to have to a digital camera. I take pictures, put it in my computer, and then upload all those pictures, and I could actually share the albums. So that was really advanced for back in 2005 and six. There you have it. I mean, we've come a long way, and I'm Picasso. glad we did. Picasso. <laughs> I think it's Picasso. Yeah. Let us know if you remember. Yeah, the it's called Picasso. Remember, if you remember the days of uh, Picasso, <laughs> the good old days of Picasso. Let us know. Our text lines are open four two one five door to salat or slide into our DMs at Pulse ninety five radio. And will you be trying this easy way of uploading all of your Apple photos on Google Photos? It is such a fantastic way to save your memories. And you will not worry about, you know, something happening to your phone, losing all your photos and videos, because I know that can be a heartbreaker for a lot of people. Yes, indeed. Do jump on it. Let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215. Do it a lot. But, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be taking a short break. And when we come back, we're talking all about Facebook and its training camp, but not for us humans, <laughs> but for AI. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this Ladies and gentlemen, Facebook is having a training camp, but it's not for us humans. It's for AI to actually see using 1 billion public Instagram photos. Could you believe it or not? Now, we do know Instagram is full of pugs, Ferraris, mountains, brunches, beaches, and even babies. And in fact, it's become one of the largest image databases on the planet now over the last decade and the company's owner facebook is using this treasure trove to teach machines what's actually in a photo now facebook has announced that it had built an ai program that can see what it's looking at and it did this by feeding it over 1 billion public images from instagram now you're probably wondering honey what is the name of this program well <laughs> the computer vision program is called or nicknamed seer and it did outperform its existing ai models in an object recognition test facebook said now seer does mean and if you you're familiar with the word seer yes. it is someone who is the all-seeing <laughs> someone who can see and predict the future is, is you, it a mythical creature? it's a mythical creature so a mythical human and ladies and gentlemen i think that that is a, a great name for the new AI program. It's definitely very fitting because it's also incredibly intelligent. This program, or AI, has actually achieved a classification accuracy score of 84.2% when it was attempted to be tested in comparison to other AI that was being previously used by Facebook and Instagram. What's interesting about this AI is that not only can it identify, let's say, this many photos, it can also identify what is inside of photo so this is a completely new approach on training ai models that facebook is using and it's basically carefully labeling the data sets that it feeds those ai so let's say we have an ai and we collect a thousand photos of puppies and once we feed it into that ai we will label that those photos are of puppies so the next time the ai comes across a photo of puppies it will simply add it to that list and with people of determination when they're scrolling through instagram especially those who struggle with uh, visual issues or 
vision issues, now they can actually enjoy Instagram just as much as we do because the photo will start to speak on what is inside of it. And let's say, you know, you come across a picture of Hany and I, Future yes. Talk, it will basically tell you a picture of the hosts of Future Talk. Yes, obviously there will be a text-to-speech type of caption. And using this system will actually keep harmful images away from the Facebook platform. Now, the number one thing that a lot of people are probably wondering is what about our privacy? Well, <laughs> many Instagrammer users may be surprised to hear that their images are being used to train Facebook AI systems. But ladies and gentlemen, if your account is private, well, you shouldn't really worry. But if your account is public, well, you've already made your account public for anyone on the face of the earth with an internet connection to see your photos. Show, so you shouldn't be really upset if Facebook is using those public photos to train AI because I do believe in the user agreement it does say that once your photos are publicly posted on Instagram that they are eligible to be used for their own type of uh, kind of systems or experiments experiments as we can see with Seer. Yes indeed. Now Facebook is getting a lot of competitors because other tech companies like Google and Microsoft are also trying to push the boundaries of computer vision. Last summer, Google actually published a new computer vision model that was doing a very similar act like what we're seeing Facebook's AI do. But let us know your thoughts. We want to hear from all of you. What do you think about Facebook's AI or Instagram's AI becoming a lot smarter? And how do you feel about feeding it our very own public images. Again, private accounts are safe. We're just talking about all those influencers or anyone who has his or her account on public. Yes, indeed. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about the beloved iMac <laughs> Pro and how Apple is discontinuing it. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. It is the end of a legacy for one of Apple's brand, I was going to say brand new, but it is definitely brand and big, not new. But It's it, cold today <laughs> in the studio. It is, it is cold. And what's going to be cold is also Apple's inventory because it's going to be completely empty of iMacs. More specifically, the iMac Pro, one of the most powerful computers that Apple has ever launched, their legacy is coming to an end. Yes, for those who are looking to get their hands on the all-in-one Mac, they can still do so, do so for a limited time. Now, the $5,000 standard models can still be purchased on Apple's website, but only while supplies last. Now, once the existing inventory does run out, the iMac Pro will no longer be available. Now, we do know that Apple did release the iMac Pro back in 2017, which was deemed the most powerful Mac ever. The all-in-one computer did aim at creatives and professionals featuring advanced capabilities for graphics and 3D rendering. However, the machine hasn't gotten any major updates in the past few years. Yes, indeed. The, the Apple company actually did add that the current model can be configured to address the needs of professional. But for those who are in need of a boost in performance and expandability, then they can go ahead and choose the Mac Pro or the MacBook Pro, which it's similar to what iMac offers, but definitely nowhere near. I mean, the iMac Pro is just a legend. And anyone who wants to go ahead and get their hands on it, make sure you do so before the inventory finishes and you can no longer get your hands on one. But rest assured, Apple is definitely working on an updated version and it's going to be announcing it pretty soon. Yes, it should be announced this year. But a lot of people did use the iMac Pros for all for all of their graphic designing needs, video editing and even sound production. Right here at Pulse95, we do use iMac Pros, so it's kind of 
cute to see that we might have something from a museum right here in our office, even though it is still working perfectly fine. Ladies and gentlemen, we do want to know your guys' thoughts, though. 4215, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Do you guys use an iMac Pro? Do you want an iMac Pro? Well, now is the time, as we do say, that limited uh, inventory still have lasting. Yes, indeed. So Apple is definitely giving it away while supplies last. Let us know if you're going to go ahead and get your hands on your very own iMac Pro before it runs out. But right here on Future Talk, we are running out of time. Yes, and it's very cold. (laughs) It is very cold. It is very cold right here in the studios. And we want to wish you a blessed afternoon. I hope you're all enjoying the very last day of spring, winter, whatever you like to call it. The weather is slowly getting hot. So make sure you get outside and enjoy the beautiful weather. You can catch us again tomorrow, same time, same place, from 2 to 3 p.m. Until then, we're going to be opening the airwaves for the Dream Team. Aishan Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah will be joining you, giving you a quick roundup of all that's trending in pop culture. It is a show that you do not want to miss. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Yes, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.